Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Shock and Odd. We are your hosts, Sammy and Blake. What's up? And today's episode is very special because it's opening night of the Halloween movie, and we went to go see it. Yeah. Um, we should be better horror fans in general um, for opening night movies, but we definitely wanted to you know, see this as soon as we could. Um, Especially because I'm going to be leaving soon, so we're trying to pre-record a lot of things. But it was so it worked out so perfectly. So we got to see this, and you guys are going to be listening to it the day before Halloween. Hell yeah! I'm really excited about it too because, like, I um, we, I went into this movie not expecting a lot. Um, I was actually probably thinking most likely I was going to hate it and that it was just going to be, oh, great. Just another, you know, another Halloween movie. And I didn't hate it. Yeah, I think that's basically almost exactly where I was coming from. Like, uh, and and I know I'll probably I I don't know. But I've always had kind of, not an issue, but I have never been so, like, enthralled with the classic killers uh, movies as so many other people. Like, I've never really cared about Jason. I still enjoy Jason, but Mm -hmm. I've really never, I've just never fucking gave a shit about Michael Myers too much. Um, I I love the character, but I'm just not, I just, he's not close to my heart. Like, I have some monsters, you know. But he's just so classic, so you kind of have to give him the respect, which I'll give it to him. But, like, the movies, I'm like, eh. But, um, so that's where I was kind of like, all right, I don't really know what to expect of this. And, you know, we we watched the Halloween movies just to kind of almost compare them between the Rob Zombie remakes and the originals. So we kind of did that justice, but still, I, I, I didn't know what I was really thinking about it. The team behind it. I was excited about because we have Blumhouse and we have Jamie Lee Curtis as the an executive producer. I don't really care for the what's his name, the co- comedian dude that was behind it. Um, but you know, I um, Danny whatever his name, um, David Gordon Green. No, it's like the oh Danny McBride. Yeah, McBride. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but overall, like, yeah, like that's I don't want to be like oh my god I loved it. I think overall I can say. I didn't hate it. <laughs> right. And um, <laughs> to set the scene of our movie going experience on an opening day horror movie, we were in Dolby, Dolby Surround Sound AMC yeah. theater, which we both didn't realize. We were wondering why the tickets were so expensive, 25 bucks each pretty much. And we were like, hmm. This is really pricey. Like, why is it so expensive? Is it because it's opening night? Whatever. Um, and when we got there, it was <laughs> it was it kind was, of yeah. a beautiful theater. <laughs> it, it was gorgeous. Like, yeah. it, it's like basically, I mean, it's almost an IMAX theater without being an IMAX theater because the screen isn't that large. But it's a massive screen. You see the speakers just on the ceilings everywhere. And like, just like so many more than yeah. a, a standard 
standard thing. And then when you're walking in, there's it's all like blue and like there's all this like projected trees that you're walking through, like just yeah. to get to the. It was amazing. Like so, it was um, a great. It was a great movie going experience. I definitely wanted to see another movie in there. Yeah, and like I just think it was great that we weren't expecting that and that was like a nice little treat to kind of set us off and then you know it was assigned seating and so we got good seats somehow yeah we got like pretty late (laughs) perfect seats yeah which i was really surprised about but um we were also sitting in between farty magoo on my side and totally farted right in the beginning (laughs) yeah everyone heard it yeah um and you were sitting next to cell phone junkie. Yes. Oh, my God. I had to tell this motherfucking kid. I was like, can you stop looking at your fucking cell phone? Like, are you serious? Because you can see that out of the corner of your eye and it's just like flashing light. And you're like, I'm trying to focus, bro. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was it was. Yeah. I'm glad something happened um, that you said it. But and he only. Yeah. He stopped Whatever. after I said he, it. Which, he stopped, and I saw it just him. like once. But yeah. then, but yeah, he, he. It's clear that he made an effort after that, and yeah. I'll be like, okay, there's I'll, some humanity. <laughs> I'll give you that. Like, yeah, can yeah. you not go to a movie theater and just put away your cell phone for a fucking hour? Like, really? Are you? Is your life that fucking important that you need to fucking? Hey, babe, what's up? You know, like, stupid text. I just... Yeah, I'm wondering, like, uh, is, is he expecting his first child? And if, you know, maybe that can justify that. But if he's doing... If that's the situation, why is he alone in a movie theater? You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> making so up all these stupid stories to make, like, why can I justify this for him? Like, oh, yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> just <laughs> go be somewhere else, bro. Yeah. Um, uh. But, I mean, that... At least we had comfortable seats. We were in this really cool theater. They stopped bothering us, um, and we were able to sit back and watch the movie. And um, that opening scene. Yeah, I got some notes on that one. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but actually beforehand, like, honestly, this is going to be pure spoiler. Yes. Like, we always spoil shit, but, like, since this we're releasing this before, like, before Halloween, and if you haven't seen it and you're thinking about it, just stop this because it's pure spoiler. This is pure review. You're going to have everything ruined. So, enjoy. Yeah. We definitely are going to be talking about it thoroughly, so only proceed if you've already seen the movie. Um, anyway, so... Basically, I mean, in summary, this is 40 years later. We're seeing 40 years later, Laurie Strode has survived the attacks. Michael Meyer, uh, from Michael Myers on Halloween, which I so lovingly called Jason in the theater by accident. Yeah, you you asked me a question, and I was like, I kind of like almost blocked out what you said, because I I heard Jay, and I heard Jason, but I was like, she doesn't even know what she's talking about. Okay. And yeah. then you said Michael, and then I understood your sentence, even though I knew you. It was weird. It was weird. But I remember that. I'm like, when you said, I mean, Michael, I'm like, right. Sometimes but I, still they, I, get sometimes but yeah, I get them mixed up. Sometimes I get them mixed up. Classic, classic serial killers. Like, that's how I kind of feel about them. Yeah. Um, and they're like very simple names, too. Like Michael and Jason, you know. Yeah, they're super basic. I just wanted to see who played Jason this year because I didn't see it in the beginning credits. <laughs> you just totally did it again. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> see, 
So see that's what you were. Okay, that's what Michael. you asked me. Yeah, I okay. didn't see who it was in the beginning credits. If it was Kane Hodder, or um, is that his name? Well, Kane Hodder, he's the one who does Jason. Yeah, in but he's also yeah. done um, Michael in one. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. He's had his hand in a lot of killers. Um, yeah, I but did. It's, I, sorry, say that yeah. again. Um, well, I I, di- I don't know who played the actor, uh, but I did see a headline. And I didn't read into it, but I did see um, some headline that, for inspiration, the killer uh, who played Michael for this movie was actually doing a lot of research for like real serial killers. Oh, uh, really? Or some sort of kill. Yeah, something. Which is like, like when you see a headline like that, you're like, he doesn't, it's almost just like a, a grab bag of like, let me just write about this because I have something to say and let's promote the movie more. You're like, he's already Michael Myers. He has enough motivation. He doesn't need, you know, like, and he's silent. You're like, yeah. what, what are you? Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> what are you researching? That, you have no lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I only read the fucking uh, headline. But, you know, at the same time, it's whatever. But, you know, like, yeah, like the movie, it, from the very beginning, it's like I loved the first thing I noticed was it still uses like the originals, like font style and kind of color. The kind of like semi-curvy, semi-block letters that are um, this like pale orange. Oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like so simple, but it's like it's immediate that that is what that's what they use in the original. And it's not it's just. It's not trying to be anything. It's not. So it's just, like, really simple. And I was like, okay, cool. That's that's fun. Um, but, like, I don't know. Uh, moving into the actual intro, we meet some what they call investigative uh, journalists, um, a.k.a. they're podcasters. So yeah. does that mean... <laughs> Does that mean we can call each ourselves, like, investigative journalists? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to start calling ourselves, guys. Yeah. We're like, we have a... Um, s- stay tuned for our next expose. I mean, episode. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, But yeah, so like they, these people um, have been, as a guy and a girl, have been following the story ever since uh, between Michael and Lois Strode, or just the lack thereof. Um, And they want to do an expose on them, on the whole story again. And they're there to speak with Michael, even though he doesn't speak, and he's in the the, the basically the prison playground, um, mm-hmm. and he's essentially chained. And then he like basically, I really didn't care for this scene. It, it gets it it gives the sense, but it basically he gets the the mask, and um, I'm just gonna do say my little rant on this, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> so to say, um, but he grabs it, he grabs the mask, and Michael's not. He's not facing him, but he, he can sense the mask, and it kind of like alludes to this supernatural element about um, Michael. And it all this has always transcended all the movies that he's like kind of supernatural. He's kind of pure evil, but then it's always unspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, so just just the presence of the mask starts making all these other inmates out there kind of going crazy. The dogs are kind of acting weird. Um, but then the the thing that just real and I thought that was interesting, but they never just like nailed it down that this is somehow supernatural and they mm-hmm. just left it unspoken, so it's fine. What kind of annoyed me is that he just started fucking provoking him. Yeah, he's like yeah, he just starts yelling him. Uh, yeah, I forget what he's like. 
say something? Is that what he's saying? Like, say yeah. something? Say- yeah, say something, say like, something. Dude, okay. Sorry, that's my rant. What did you think about that? I mean, I liked the the emotion that it stirred up around you with that feeling of everyone going crazy. I liked the feeling of that because it made me... Um, my heart race a little bit, just Mm -hmm. how all the other actors were doing a really good job of like doing that crazy person acting and stuff like that. I didn't like the podcast actors in it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you were researching someone like that, you would at least, I don't know that you would act that way once you met them. Even if you wanted them to say something, even if you wanted, you know, you would have some sort of respect for the fact that this man is a killer and your hand is over this red line that could be grabbed off your body pretty much. Yeah, like every everything about that was just so like un, untasteful. Um, and I think and, that's maybe yeah. how they wanted you to feel like they wanted you like, to feel like even though. Michael is this horrible killer and all that stuff. They still wanted you to be like, oh, he's still human. Why would you yell at him in that way? He's crazy. Yeah, Cause that's like very abrasive. Like no yeah. matter what, like that's and like, he might be like scum of the earth serial killer, but it's like, you think you're going to, for somebody who's like never, hasn't spoken in how many years you think yelling at him because you've given him and you show him his mask that he can't see, but secretly knows it's behind him. Like you think, I don't know. You're like, I don't know. You That's think not- you just coming off the street is going to be able to make this man talk because you're holding yeah. his mask? Like, no. No. No, yeah. So this, that's, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, then they shift focus and they go and visit Lori. Yeah. The two podcasters. Yes, which is a very, very big difference. And, you know, maybe they should have did... Um, with him, what they did with her, and offered him three thousand dollars, just out yeah, of it. Just try just it out. Maybe just try it. Just try it. I don't know. You can buy like cigarettes or whatever, you know, in prison. Um, well, so. I don't think that it was necessarily a prison, more so a mental ward. Yeah, yeah, Ment- like um, criminally yeah, insane. Criminally kinda. insane. Correct. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, maybe I don't know. I almost want to say maybe they should have gone to see her first. Because they were like, you know, he leaves tomorrow. Come and see him with us. But it would have made more sense to show us that first and then them going to see him alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe oh, actually, it would have yeah. had that a different impact. You know? That's true. It really could have. And um, they but- could have been frustrated because they didn't get what they wanted from Lori. And that's where that anger came from him, him yelling and saying, say something. That would have made a little bit more sense to me. Yeah, if those I mean, it, scenes were reversed. Yeah, as far as like their motivation goes, but it looks like really they were just trying to, you know, get a good scoop. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but you know, the the story that you know they get from Lori is not like a lot. Like she was like, he killed five people. He is he basically is the boogeyman. If you don't believe in in him, um, you should. And yeah. Then I remember there was like a. It wasn't not snarky is not the word, but it's it just like a, a disingenuous comment that um, that the girl says to her and they're like, how many? And she's like, how many years um, did, did it take for you to get your daughter back after they took her? 
Yeah. And then she's like, well, they didn't, but you knew that already. And I was like, God, you stone cold bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. I know she just wanted to get her response. I get it. But I was like, damn. <laughs> you just like that's not the way to get information out of somebody i don't yeah. know if you've ever heard the saying like you catch more flies with honey like mm-hmm. ooh. um yeah. that also is kind of like off-putting so it did make me want them both to die <laughs> um but you know i will say that like they and this is kind of you you don't really even get it grasp it until like later on like throughout the movie um, because like, I mean, the movie it's, I don't, I wouldn't call it slow, but it is technically slow moving, you know, yeah. like, and, and, but I kind of, it, it's a lot of story, which I really appreciate. And I kind of going in, I had this thought of like, these characters are set in stone, even though like, you know, this sequel kind of like foregoes all of the other sequels, like those sequels still happened and you know they're like they've lived these lives that were of these sequels but no that this is the characters that they play are different from you know everything and then i the i guess what i'm trying to say is like the way that they portray laurie's trauma that she that how this has affected her life so like terribly like yes she's like in this big like lockbox of a house and she raised her daughter like very strict and like survivalist mm-hmm. but she also has like crazy crazy panic attacks and she's like still like suffering for from all of these things like um i think they really captured that trauma in her really really well and i think she did a great job uh portraying that so yeah I thought that was i thought that was really cool that that it was like super authentic yeah i almost kind of wish though that they wouldn't have portrayed her the the survivalist mentality was a cool angle i do like that but i wish they would have portrayed her more strong in a way i know that anyone going through something like that is gonna be a little weak about it because it's so traumatic but for some reason i she was a badass she was definitely mm-hmm. a badass, but I just wanted to see that through and through. I didn't want to see any weakness a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's just, you know, my personal preference. I did enjoy how she was portrayed, but I kind of just wanted her to be this like edgy badass the whole way through and not have oh, really? any like tears about it and just be like, you know, I survived, you know, I came out the other end and I'm going to kill this fucker, which she was, but yeah, she, she also was. had her moments of weakness, which I was like, mm. Well, so what it kind of reminds me of this, and these movies are not connected whatsoever, but like um, what I really kind of like, and it it echoes, it doesn't remind me of it in any way, but she she is, she has this weakness and she wants to talk about it all the time because it, she's obsessing about what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I kind of, and but it's not until she doesn't become this strong badass woman that she knows she is that she's prepared for until the shit hits the fan yeah he is back and she's just like this is happening this is happening this is happening it kind of reminds me of the movie melancholia with uh, kirsten dunst in it and she plays but um it's a lars von Trier movie and I i basically couldn't stand it because half of the movie she is just crying into her fucking soup tasting everything tasted like ashes she's so disgustingly depressed it's just like oh my god girl just kill yourself (laughs) get it together (laughs) and then so and then they realize 
that the fucking, there's a meteor coming towards the fucking earth and everybody is basically going to fucking die. She chills the fuck out Mm -hmm. and she's like, you know what? Everything is, I'm cool and watches everybody else kind of go crazy. But I think she kind of like hits that stride. Or hits that strode. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid bitch. You stupid, but, yeah, stupid, she, like, stupid really, bitch. <laughs> she really comes into her character when shit hits the fan when it matters most. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, again, I would never liken those movies together. But it's like, I think that, yes, I know what how you wanted her to be this, like, stone-cold bitch through the entire time. But yeah. I really appreciated how it was portrayed because, you know. It made she, her like, more bit, human. Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. It makes her more human to show her that she's going through this pain, but still she persevered and was still a fucking badass bitch and was very prepared. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's just that little side of me. Like, I I wouldn't necessarily change it, but I just would have liked to see it. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of, like, deleted scenes, and I'd love to hear, like... There's going to be pl- plenty of interviews, I'm sure, just to hear like more insight about the character. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, that'll be um, interesting. Um, yeah, and then, um, and I know there's stuff we're missing on. I just, I, we're for, not going to go scene for scene for yeah, everything. Exactly. I just kind of want to talk about what I liked and what I didn't like for sure. Yeah. And um, then, just for um, so if people would know, I had I actually had a notebook and was writing. I wasn't looking because it was dark, but I would just write on a page and then turn it. And um, so some of my notes are really fucking stupid and funny. Um, but the last, the next thing that I talk about, maybe stop me, is back. Basically, they're working with a happenstance that finally. Oh well, he's he's being transferred, right? Yeah. Is that what's happening? Yeah, he's being transferred to like a max security facility that's a lot less cushy than where he's at. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, like throw away the key type of place. Yeah. Um, and then something happens and it crashes. And then basically the inmates that were in the car are in the... Um, the van or the bus. The, the bus. They escape, including Michael. Mm-hmm. And then he makes his way to a gas station slash garage. And then guess who else is there? The podcast people. Yep. <laughs> and so it's just like a weird, it's like, I know that they have to up the kill count for movies, but it was, just, and like, I guess you need the familiarity, but it's just like, it just seemed unnecessary to play such like a, oh, co- coincidence. And now I know I'm picking, I'm being really picky, but yes. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, they all happen to be there. And then he, Michael just goes, kills a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's like the this bathroom stall scene which is so basically generic yeah it is but i i really do like just the him dropping all the teeth in front of her oh that, that was is, brutal that is fucked up that yeah. is just like really like oh damn and that really does show you that he was thinking about it he saw her yeah. go in there he got the outfit the like jumpsuit thing from the the mechanic and ripped all of his fucking teeth out well the other guy's teeth and mm-hmm. then you know displayed them in front of her so it's not like mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's doing otherwise he wouldn't have planned something like that and actually i think that's one thing that they are they they kind of make it a point to 
to like reinstate that he is fully aware of what he's doing. Right. You're like, you know, he can hear you. He can speak. He knows what he's doing. Like that's, mm-hmm. and I think that that kind of does add a, a sense of scariness to it because eventually one, once you're on, you know, the fifth sequel and he's just this masked man that doesn't talk, it doesn't really, he, it, there's just a fucking idea behind mm-hmm. that mask. So when the way that they're kind of saying that he's a person, he thinks he can speak, he knows what he's doing, that kind of adds some more humanity into him, which really was what made him so scary in the first place, you know? Right. Um, that this could be a real person. Um, but, but you know, so like that's where I think that, that that is nice. It was just a nice little touch. But yeah, yeah to, to see he has intent behind his actions like that, like fucked up intent. Love well, it. it's definitely more so than the original movie where he sh- has no yeah, nothing. No. He's nothing but a killer. But in this respect, they made him more um, of a fully realized character almost because yes. he's thinking about what he's doing. He's doing things purposefully. He's setting up um little traps in the house at the end of the movie he's you know specifically thinking about things so i i liked that part of it and i think that's probably one of the reasons why i liked this movie a lot more because it it did feel a little bit more realistic he didn't feel like this oh (laughs) you'd i don't know he seemed so much more plain in the first movie yeah, but we yeah, didn't. Yeah. Like, we didn't need him to be a three dimensional character, fully realized in the first one. We just needed yeah. the seed planted that he was there. That's actually uh, that's a really good point because like we wouldn't be dissecting his character so much, if or be as picky as we really are about this film if he didn't have like this legacy behind him already. You know? Yeah. Like so. So, I mean, that's why I'm like, oh, well, that's he. Had, this Michael had a lot of shoes to fill and the the angle that the director chose to go. I I approved like I, mm-hmm. I like where they went with it because it's different and it adds depth, not the depth that Rob Zombie tried to add. Right. Um, which was interesting, but was just a, like it, it gave you a little a little push and not a full immersion that Rob Zombie did. Mm-hmm. It just kind of reminded you. That there's a person in there, and right. he knows he knows full, he's fully aware of his actions. So right. I think that <laughs> that was cool, and that's all they I, th- I think they needed. Um, my other note right after that was in all caps: he does not drive at all in this movie. No, he it's a, it's assumed that he does. Does he? It, it, is it's it yeah, because the scene where. Uh, he kills the kid in the truck. How else does he get from there to the middle of oh, town? Shit. shit. I was paying attention to that. Um, that's the only scene where they, you know, set it up that he had to get there somehow, but they didn't show him driving. At least they didn't show him driving. Yeah. And I like how fucking modern they were trying to be like how how now <laughs> that kid is because <laughs> it's like a little boy who wants to really wants to go to dance class and not hunting with his dad like i was like <laughs> oh my god i got this which is cool but you're like guys <laughs> i mean it's cool it's very like oh I'm, like, so it's a- I'm so aware <laughs> yeah. it's my thing right now <laughs> just like, yes. really feel it 
Yeah, directors, we get it. You're aware. You're aware. <laughs> You're woke, okay? <laughs> You're woke. You're woke. You straight men are woke. <laughs> <laughs> we were also um, talking about characters that were unnecessary. Oh, yes. Um, um, and that brings us to, like... So, Lori has a daughter who's fully grown and who has a daughter. So we get to see Lori as a mother and Lori as a grandmother, which is two different things. So I don't think that maybe her as a grandmother was too bad of a light to show her in. But the girl's boyfriend, like, why do we need that? Yeah. Yeah. Like he I'm not sure what what he what purpose he actually served at all, actually. He was um, in a scene of them going to dinner. Yeah. He was in a and scene. In school. In school. At the dance. At the dance. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, and Well, I mean, honestly, I don't understand. And not to say that she did a bad job, but I don't actually understand what purpose the the granddaughter ultimately served. I get it. Like, maybe they just want to have a younger character in this so, like, younger people can help identify. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think... I think that this entire script could have been rewritten with, you know, like... Um, you know, like, Lori Strode just, like, having kind of almost a semi-estranged daughter because she had, like, raised her in such a shitty way. But then she, like, and all this shit with Michael happens, and then, like, her mom comes back and be like, Aha! See? I fucking told you! I told you this shit was real! Like, I think that would have worked as well. Like, I think that... But, I mean, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it... It wasn't totally unnecessary to have the the granddaughter, but yeah. the the boyfriend's character was just like, come what he he's a total dick. For mm-hmm. what? What was the purpose of that? I mean, and he didn't even die. Like right. so it's like he just kind of like disappeared. He just wasn't um, there anymore. Yeah. We and didn't even get for... to see this asshole die. Yeah, but we got his like was it his brother? I was assuming it was his brother. No, uh, that was or... like his best friend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, like, I'm, I'm not really sure. So there's that. And, and then we also get this interesting scene with her friend. Okay. So the, the granddaughter's name is Allison, I believe, right? Yes. Um, Yeah, I think so. And then she has a, her blonde friend and her boyfriend, the blonde friend who is babysitting the little boy. Um, I, even though she was a very small character, I really liked her character. Oh, hell yeah. She was so funny. funny. (laughs) She was so funny on point. She had that like sexy deep voice that, that kind of some girls have like almost that Emma Stone kind of like, it's not like raspy. It's kind of raspy, but it's kind of just sexy. And I'm just like, she was so like, I loved her character. Like my voice. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right, right there. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's just. But like, she just had this back and forth with this little kid she was babysitting, and it mm-hmm. was so good. That yeah. scene, I wanted them to have their own movie for a minute because they yeah. they work together so well. That little boy, though, you're like, why I should? Why am I not in bed? Why Why am I sitting on the couch? Uh, clipping my nasty ass finger toenails, toenails. Yeah. you're like oh my god little boy <laughs> <laughs> it was great that was like a really good 
good scene. And it just it just sucked that uh, she had such an impact, even though she was on two scenes, basically. Two real scenes, you know, like yeah. uh, big scenes. And she had a good impact, and I really like her. Yeah. And, um, and then she, like, yeah, she goes and investigates a noise, and then, yeah, she gets attacked by Michael. And then, ultimately, she slips because she's wearing socks. Or, you know, or something stupid, yeah. like, on a wooden floor. I was like, she slipped. Hey, man, I mean, that's which, how I, I know, fucked my back up. I know, and I'm like, that is a very real thing. But I'm just like, I just hate that. Well, you know what? I mean, you know what? It could have been bad, but I'm like, I'm glad you didn't die. Guess what? She died. She died, yeah. <laughs> she died because of her socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just think about that. <laughs> but, um... So, but yeah, like I really liked her. Oh, and I, right, yeah, annoyed that a sock slip doomed her. Is yeah. Mm. Um. Well, yeah. So she dies. Her boyfriend dies, and then, um, then I forget what I. It's like I can see where the where it kind of gets interesting because it's big, like gaps in my notes, and that's where the twist happens, kinda, because they finally right. track down. Allison, because oh, she was okay. at the dance. She sees she her friend tries to hit on her after her and her boyfriend break up. She's mm-hmm. like, fuck you, mm-hmm. dude. But then here's him screaming, goes back to find him. He's dead. She starts running and screaming wildly. And finally, like the police are they got her. Um, meanwhile, like Lori and her daughter and her daughter's husband go back to Lori's place in the middle of the woods where all the booby traps are and shit like that. And they're like, Mm -hmm. can't get a hold of the daughter. And you see finally the doctor who was in charge of Michael at the asylum is Mm -hmm. awake because he was injured. He was on that bus. Um, He's like talking to the police and he goes with the head police guy who responded to Lori's call you know, way back one in the original first movie. The first responder. Yep. Yeah, he was the first responder. And they're all in a cop car. They see Michael and they run him down with a car. I will I will say that I think honestly, because he's already seen that like people have died already within the night. I think it's really smart that they straight up just hit him with the car. Yes. Like, I'm glad that they didn't get out. Try to shoot him, and then... He's just like, hey, get, get, put your hands on the ground. You're like, clearly that motherfucker is well beyond help, and he's not going to listen to your ass. I'm really just... It's so stupid that I'm... Or so... It's not stupid. It's just like... I'm really glad that they just decided to fucking ram into that fucking motherfucker. Yeah, because, you know, in a normal horror movie trope, they would have just tried to arrest him. That's what they exactly. would have done. So I'm glad that they they veered away from that. But mm-hmm. I mean, after hitting him with the car, they go to he the police officer wants to shoot him in the fucking head. But the doctor's yeah. like, no, no. And by a twist of fate, he the the doctor kills the cop. Yes, he does because he yeah, and which kind of reveals this type of twist. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I was like. I, I remember uh, the note that I wrote across the page was stupid. Yeah. But I knew I knew exactly what they're what he wanted. Like you know his motivation. Like he's been trapped. Like he was the basically the student of Doctor Loomis, um, mm-hmm. uh, the first doctor. So he learned everything about it. He's been obsessing over uh, Michael's case. He knows ex- everything about Laurie Schrode. 
Um, so like I, he get like he gets it, and he's really obsessed with this mind of evil. And mm-hmm. so of course he, when you know the the cop wants to kill him, he kills he kills the cop instead because he really really is banking on this um, reunion between Laurie and Michael to see how he responds. And it's really it's he's like this mad doctor type of thing. And it might all be in the name for science, but it's also his own self-interest to see what happens. But of course he's going to get his ass killed. And what happens? He gets his motherfucking head stomped. Yes, that was a cool scene. I enjoyed yes. that. The, the yes. special effects um, in this movie, the special effects makeup was great. Yeah, it really was. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, was, I don't want to speak out of like turn or anything but i really think that that was a practical effect i don't think that was cgi i think they like filled a fake head with blood and smashed it but you know i could be wrong i could be wrong i i I think i think that that was very i think that was practical cool um it looked it looked very practical especially at when, when it returned back after um it had already been smashed and you see all the blood pouring out like that i think that was very practical but it was like yeah it was a good effect nonetheless and well, I mean, in stuff like that, you don't really need CGI, especially with these are like, yeah, you, this is, you these say are people that. Who like horror. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. You say that, but then you're surprised at how much fucking CGI is in shit. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Oh, no, unnecessary, but very satisfying to see stomp face. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good note. <laughs> that oh, a good we note. didn't mention the baby. One of the scenes oh. um, in. I can't. Oh, I that put was that up there. we're way past yes. it at this point. But there was but just still. scenes of like Michael going into different houses and killing various people, and uh, he kills a woman who's at home with her baby. And as soon as she dies, you hear a baby start crying, and he walks into the room where the baby is, and he walks and- right by the baby. And I just snap my fingers, and then Blake just kind of looks at me. And he's like, "Yep." Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's funny because like I told you, like right before she snaps her fingers, I had wrote kill the baby on a piece of paper. And then when you snapped, I know you did. I don't know. Just for my my own pleasure. Once you snapped, I wrote, yes, on the <laughs> other side of, of the other side of that page. So I'll show it to you. It's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> we both wanted because I mean, this character is already so. You know, yeah. Can, can you go there? But like, I don't know if the directors you? would want to go there. It's fine. I mean, it's not like we want baby death, but I'm mean, like, like how fucking brutal can this get? You know? Yeah. Like, why is it so taboo? Like to to be so crazy when he's supposed to be one of the most notorious serial killers ever? It's like, but he has standards. Yeah. Like, whatever. Well, actually, you can't. You can, I guess you can't. Even if he is just like a, a crazy evil psychopath, he everybody has their mo. You know, so. Teenagers no having no sex, but no yeah, babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. All right. See, so let's see. All right. So now, now we're kind of coming up on towards the, the arc. The real arc of it is now that um, Michael is finding his way to Lori's house. And um, at this point, um, we're, Allison... Allison is still with the, the doctor and Michael in the same cop car yeah. thrown right next to him. So she's not there, but as, um, essentially her dad and her mom are with her grandmother in her own house uh, for protection. And then Michael is also going there now, too. So this this is all all coming to a head, all at Lori's house. Mm-hmm. 
And, and yeah. I mean, they do a pretty good job. She's got a real good setup. She's got trap doors everywhere. She's got all that good shit. I thought that was pretty cool. Inventive. Oh, well, yeah. And it's like, it's not even that great until you really see it all in action, which is like how, how it ends. But, um, but like almost out of the gate, like it doesn't take long for somebody to die. So it's like, we see, um, well, I think that was there like a cop outside there like, was two like, cops in a car stationed outside the house to watch for for people or mm-hmm. call if they needed backup or something like that. So um, they were there. They got killed. Obviously, Michael killed them. I liked how they used the second cop's head as a jack-o'-lantern with the flashlight. Yeah, it, that took me a second. Like, uh, And I don't, I mean, it's not like hard to understand what it was, but then I was like, Hold on. I'm like, I mean, Michael got crafty for a second. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, DIY. He's like, I just saw this on YouTube. Also, I just discovered YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, bitch. I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was really crafty of him. But I mean, they also, the dad dies first. Yeah. And pretty quickly, once he opens the door and realizes, yeah, like somebody's dead. Or the t- cops are dead, and Michael's behind him, and he chokes him to death, probably breaks his neck, and that is when shit just starts. It yeah. just kind of starts. You the, know what's going to happen, so I'm glad that they don't really wait for it, too. Yeah, they kind of just get into it, and it goes hard. I, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that. The end, mm-hmm. the ending was a good way to fucking end it. I mean, that everyone's seen it, so they know what happens, but that um, trap door at the end... Well played. Well played. Yeah. I I I really appreciated the acting, too. Well, what do you mean? Or just, oh, just how it was all, all of it's done? No, like the mom, when she was like, mom, mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was literally going to say that, because Judy Greer literally, that's actually uh, my last line. She does a great job playing scared and then shooting him in the neck. Um, like the whole the whole thing and because she's like oh mom I can't do it I can't do it and as soon as she sees him she's like gotcha and then just shoots him straight in the fucking neck and I'm like yes Fern Mayo yes yes (laughs) she just literally like gets it like and I just really really appreciated this and then they had this great line when you kind of see that once you see that trap door like the uh, the bars going through um, sealing him um, in at the very bottom mm-hmm. um, and then she's like this isn't a cage it's a trap and then like that's when you start seeing like all the gas funnels like all throughout the house that are starting to leak into there it was like I mean in like yeah it's kind of cool that that's how it, it was but I'm like it's it's just really interesting that is just not oh actually we missed this one part we witnessed this hilarious part and you um, it's because people clapped and during, and actually during the fight, um, when he pushes her um, off, off out of the window, and she falls off the roof. Oh yeah! And then like he glances, and then like she's just like there, and then he looks back, and she's not there because I think it's Halloween two, that that's how that might be how Halloween two ends, or it's 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 what it's something to that effect. But basically, the same fucking thing happens, but it's him. In one of the Halloween movies. Oh, so yeah. So that's why, yeah, so that's when, that's why people were clapping. It was amazing. And I was yeah. like, yes. And I'm happy that since I'm not a major Halloween fan that I even, I knew it. 
Um, but yeah, I thought it was like really, it was cute, nice little twist. Yeah. Um, but they yeah, really ended it well. Off, like, but yeah. I mean, like the they did leave it a little open ended, to be honest. Yeah, like the last scene is like, or well, it has the one of her parts is Allison like. Michael had grabbed her mom's leg and she's trying to drag her down into the basement, mm-hmm. but then she grabs the knife and stabs him in the arm a couple of times. And yeah. then the very, very last thing you see is just like her still holding that knife. And then it just kind of like fades, fades out or zooms in on the knife. And you're like, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And also, I mean, they showed him for a minute down in that basement when it starts to catch on fire. But when they showed the view of the basement, looking up at the trap door, he wasn't Mm -hmm. there anymore. So so I don't know what they were alluding to, but if, yeah. And it's like, it's weird because it's just like, I get it. If they're going to, well, I don't know. This isn't, isn't this movie. Doesn't it only exist to be a means to an end, you know? Um, unless they're going to be like, we're going to reboot the entire franchise, which I don't fucking want. I don't yeah. want it all. Like, if, like, that's when, like, I really want him to be dead. Because that's why it's like, it, it, it would be such sweet justice. Right. For, for it to, like, go down like that. And, of course, we, we, we also want him to be alive in a certain way. But, like, after all this time... I want that motherfucker to be dead. Yeah. Can't we just have this one? Can't you just... Yeah. Can't we just have this be the end of it? Yeah. Because I would be kind of satisfied with that as an ending. I'm satisfied already. (laughs) Yeah. So, So, we'll see. They're probably going to do another one. That girl's going to become a little mini psycho, and she's going to find the mask, and she's going to become the Michael Myers, but a girl... Oh, yeah, see, that that would be... Oh, my God, look how woke they are. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> They're so woke. Michelle Myers. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Ooh, Allison Myers has a ring to it. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but, yes, so, ultimately, that is the new Halloween. I'm uh, more impressed than I was expecting to be, which was really... Which is really good, because I wasn't expecting much at all. Um, and I was kind of expecting not to like it. Like, and I was like we too. said, especially when we had, I forgot whose review it was kind of saying there was a subpar H2O. Like that, that really sets a tone. It does. Like uh, that, that sets a serious tone. But and it then, also like, speaks a lot to like read that article that we did and then come mm-hmm. out and say, actually it was pretty good. I don't know what the fuck you yeah. were smoking. Yeah. And then I was, because, I mean, at some point I was struggling to be like, all right, if this wasn't a Halloween movie, would it still be just as good? Actually, I think if this wasn't a Halloween movie, it would be better. It might have been more received, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's something to, like, just kind of think about as well. Like, um, well, and, and it's kind of hard. You don't want to, you don't want to take that part out of the equation. This is a legendary franchise. So it's kind of like you have a lot to like live up to. And while I don't think it's like the best ultimate best, um, follow up, I don't think I am really the, the person to make that judgment on what would be because I'm not the, you know, the Uber fan. Yeah. I'm not the Uber fan. So I don't know exactly what they would want, but for what we did get, I am overall happy with how it 
went down. Yeah. Overall, there are parts I have issues with, but you know, like, yeah, it's all give and take. But I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. And Me too. That's more than than I, I walked in for. feeling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's that's good enough for me. Yeah, really. I was expecting us to have a worse conversation right now. Yeah, but exactly. It wasn't. It was enjoyable. No, it's good. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so um, it definitely gets a worth it to go see if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet. Which why yeah, are, you are you doing, doing? it? Why? Yeah. But you should yeah, see it. You're listening to this, and we now we've spoiled it. <laughs> Go check it out. Yep. <laughs> True story. <laughs> but yeah, like this is, um, it's a worthy follow-up after all these and all the other follow-ups. But um, yeah, that's that's about all I have to say about it. I don't know if I would see it again. But um, but yeah, maybe maybe I would. I just don't think, I, I don't know if I'd want to pay $25 for another ticket. Well, I mean, we we were in the Dolby Theater, so you wouldn't. That, that experience was really nice. It was. <laughs> I think yeah. now we saw a lot of previews before the movie, Ooh. and there were some good ones. We'll, we're going to mm-hmm. save those for another yeah. conversation and y- probably the next episode because <laughs> I'm yeah, we're ne- so excited about them. Um, yeah, we might need a, like a dedicated episode just the previews that we saw because they were all – almost every single one of them were on point yes. and very relevant. Oh, so hell yeah. exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And um, uh, just, it makes me want to see all of those specific, specific movies in the Dolby Theater, even though it was just oh, a little yeah, bit right. more expensive. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like, I guess we can, like, search for that. Um, I don't think all of them will be playing in there. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. So it's, but whatever. We'll, we'll, we can actively seek them out. For sure. Uh, but yeah, if you have a, if you have a Dolby, uh, a fancy Dolby theater, make sure you um, check it out because it's definitely worth it. It's, you don't want to do it every time because that's expensive, but it, it really is. The sound is really amazing and it really makes a difference yeah it vibrated the seats yeah sammy was excited i was <laughs> she she kept having to ask me what was happening <laughs> <laughs> and you were like child that was an orgasm <laughs> here and here you blaming your guy for farting i'm like you're coming right here yeah true <laughs> silent silent but deadly uh, well, I think, I don't know about you, but that about wraps it up for, for me. Um, Hell yeah. I think that what we got was a, a good film and we have a lot of other good films that we are going to, um, talk about, uh, soon coming up probably next time. And definitely check out the Instagram and Twitter moments. We chit chat about horror and all that good stuff. A lot of nicky nacky stuff there on the Instagram and, good Halloween stuff. So check us out at Shockinade. And as usual, keep it creepy and stay Halloween. Yeah. And stay fucking spooky.